Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Umar Ahmed, IFL TV, MTK Global, we're in Newcastle. Um, I think there's only one place to start, Eddie, a very sensitive topic. Uh, tragic news last night came through that Patrick Day has unfortunately passed away. Uh, just firstly, want to send all thoughts with uh, his family, his friends, his close ones. I'm sure, sure you say it. kind of uh, share that sentiment as well, Eddie. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's tragic, you know, and um, we know the saying that the sport of boxing saves more lives than it takes, and that is true, but it doesn't make anything any better when, when a tragedy like this happens. You know, I met Patrick Day last Thursday for the first time, and last night I was in absolute pieces, and I knew him for 30 seconds. So all the people, you start thinking about... You know, Joe Higgins, his trainer and manager, who he's worked with for years and years. Of course, you think about his mum and dad. You think about his promoter, Luda Bella. And, you know, it's just, it's heartbreaking, you know. And uh, here's a man, he, he didn't need to box, you know. He had a, a family that, you know, they, they, he, he didn't need that search for money. He did it because he absolutely loved it. He loved the sport of boxing. And we need to make sure that the positive effects that he had on the community live on. Because if you look at the response of people, this is a guy that, you know, he touched people, he motivated people, he touched their souls, you know, he gave them positivity. He had that smile that would just light up the room. And again, this is a guy, I'm talking, I feel as though I know the guy because of the responses and the way people have written about him, you know? And, and, and like I said, last Thursday, you know, I'll never forget, you know, he came over to me before the press conference with Joe Higgins and he just, he was so excited, you know, he was, he, he just, uh, you alright? Yeah, I just, I just remember talking to him and, you know, what he was saying. Sorry. Yeah, so. Again, you know, it's, and this is, you know, I, I knew him for 30 seconds, so it's terrible. Well, that's the thing, I can see 
the genuine emotion in you with someone you knew for 30 seconds put yeah, on your show. It's the sport, you know, it's, it's, it's everything. It's, but imagine the, you know, the family, the that's friends. That's what I'm saying, you know, that, that's, that's the, the stuff that's just terrible is, you know, you know that he, uh, you know, the family at the hospital and Joe Higgins and, you know, we had, we had a guy there as well, Kevin Rooney, and it's just, you know, but you can say it's boxing, but it's, it's so hard to justify, you know? And uh, it's, been a, it's been a rough year for the sport, so mm. we need to make sure that we get together as a community. We keep trying to evolve, we keep trying to make the sport safer. There's things we can do. And, and you know, I want to thank the Illinois Commission because they did a great job. You know, he, everybody saw the incident, they were in the ring, Oxygen was on him, you know, he was taken straight into the, the ambulance at, at brilliant speed. So I want to thank them and I want to thank the medics and, you know, now it's a case of making sure that his name lives on. You know, that's all we can do. And again, I saw another heartbreaking uh, talk, or interview that he gave and he was just talking about positivity, you know, he was talking about making the most of your life. He was talking about doing what you love to do and he loved boxing loved boxing you know you could see that and it wasn't like I said for him it wasn't a case of oh it's a way to it's a way out it's a way to make money it's what motivated him he was living his dream you know and it's so cruelly taken away from him and it's, it's, it's hard you know and uh, again and this is how I feel and I didn't even know him you know uh, but it's, it's it's deeper than that it's, it's the sport it's knowing what these guys give day in day out and we have to make sure as a sport we do better you know in this situation it's not like you look at it and say oh you know the medical response wasn't good enough or it's just that it's boxing and it's very very dangerous we need to respect these fighters we need to make sure that we make it as safe as possible for them and as fans as, as the business we've got to keep evolving and there's so much more we can do you know and again there's there's no one to blame it's just the it's tragedy of the sport and uh, you know our thoughts go out with him and the team and everybody. God bless him upstairs. And uh, you know Luda Bella is someone we know who puts everything into their fight. Yeah. He gets so emotional into that. So God knows what he's going for. Well, you know, Lou, I mean, again, like, and, and I've never had this happen to one of my fighters. And again, I don't know what I'd do because you know, again, I feel like this. I didn't even know the kid. You know, I'd. I'd 30 second conversation with him and Lou Bella had both fighters in that fight you know it was his fight yeah but, shout out to Charles as well yeah oh, listen Charles Conwell I mean again we know the grief that we're all feeling when we talk about I, I put Charles in the same category as you know the family and Joe Higgins and Lou Bella because he's going to be suffering right now as well we need to pray for Charles Conwell you know and he's got to understand it's not his fault you know it's no one's fault this is a sport of boxing doesn't make it right but you know ultimately um, we've got to pray for Charles Conwell because he you know he, he'll, he'll be suffering right now you spoke to me before about having ringside uh, auction at ringside yeah. before uh, trying to make the safe uh, the sport safer what can be done though realistically well the they moment? did uh, you know thankfully they, they're one of the commissions that do have oxygen at ringside well, and they Illinois. Were, yeah. yeah they were in the ring with oxygen and some I've seen you know not giving oxygen um, there's so many things that, that we can look at as a, as a boxing community, you know, I mean, particularly on scans. I mean, you know, one of the, the issues is the, the frequency of scans, in my opinion. 
Now sometimes you will have a yearly scan, but it doesn't take into account the fights you might have had during that period. Does that make sense? Is so, there nothing written in contracts about brain scan? No, you've got to comply with the rules of the commission. So okay. different commissions will have yeah. different different rules. You know, look, I think in terms of the scans, in terms of the medicals, it's not like people, anyone's allowed to fight. I mean, in America, they do a very good system of actually banning fighters for a lengthy time, a lengthy period. And that's what you need. You know, the 28-day ban for getting stopped sometimes just isn't anywhere near enough. And that's what some, some US uh, commissions, particularly New York, will do. They'll ban you for a long time from, from boxing. So, again, there are so many things that we can do. The sport of boxing has become much, much, much safer. We have been evolving, and the British Boxing Board of Control are top of the list in terms of what they do in that respect. And every, you know, you have to understand, these people that are involved in the commission, they're boxing people, the, the majority of them, do you know what I mean? They care. So, but we have to continuously try and evolve with medicine and, and, and you know, and again, this is not an incident where, you know, it was, a, it was a terrible knockout, and sometimes fighters, you, you know, Max Dadashev, it was just, he was fine, and then he collapsed. Yeah. You, know, you don't know the history, but we all have a, a, an opportunity to try and make the sport safer, and we are evolving, but we've got to continue to evolve, and we've got to do that in Patrick's name. But also, we've got to make sure that the, the positive effect that he had on the community, you know, and, and seeing the outpouring of love for this young man shows you what a special individual he was. You know, and that's why, what I'm saying, although I didn't know him, that's what cuts me up, is reading the responses of people that knew him. You know, if it's Daniel Jacobs, you know, the way he talks about this man, you know, he was a special individual. So we've got to make sure that we represent for Patrick Day. And, and he loved the sport of boxing. You know, we loved the sport of boxing, but we must never take it all the fighters for granted. And uh, I know you gave him like a victory speech during the yeah, fight. He came over to me and he said, this is on a Thursday, you know, and he just said, I'm, oh, I can't watch this. You know, he's, he's, he's training me. Make sure you watch this kid on Saturday. I said, mate, this is the opportunity for you, you know, and he was smiles as though he was so excited for the fight. He was up there at the press conference, you know, he spoke so well. Young man, good looking, you know, in brilliant physical condition. And it's heartbreaking, you know, and, and again, like, I, after I spoke to him on Thursday, thought about him a lot till the fight. Just even that, that short conversation. And I was excited for the fight because he spoke with so much enthusiasm and, and energy and passion. You know? And, and again, that was the effect they had on me after a 20 second conversation. So, you know, it's devastating. And it, you, know, you can say it's one of those things, oh, it's boxing, but it's just brutal. You know, it's, it's brutal. And, um, yeah, we've got, we've, we've got to just continue to improve and we've got to make sure that his name lives on. And I struggled to get my words out. It was a difficult mm. thing to speak about. Let's move on to this card. Uh, top of the bill, Rickson Davis Jr. Break the fight down for me. It's just a, a brilliant fight. And, um, you know, you get to a stage where this fight's had all the rivalry. You know, it's Newcastle against Liverpool. Um, you know, he said this, he said that. And then you get to fight week and you see the two guys almost zen-like focus, yeah. you know? They don't even want to start with the, the trash talking because of the importance of this fight. It's an official eliminator for the WBA world title. Next week, you've got, I think, probably the light welterweight fight of the year, outside of maybe Hooker Ramirez that we put on as well, with progress against Taylor. Unification fight, ring magazine title. Uh, and now, these guys, for me, the winner of this fight, 
particularly if Josh Taylor wins the fight, sets up a massive domestic world championship fight. So that's what's on the line. Everyone debating about how it's going to go. And actually, interestingly, under questions that I was asking up there to the guys, people talk about boxing skills of Robbie Davis Jr. against the power of Lewis Ritson. They're both going to have to show different stuff, right? Lewis Robbie Davis Jr. is going to have to show that he can punch and he's going to have to show toughness. If he wants to box off the back foot and let Ritson walk him down and smash, he won't be able to do that. If Lewis Ritson thinks that he can just marauled forward like he did against Patera, he can't do that either. So they've both got to be cuter, they've both got to be smarter, they've both got to stand and fight at times, they've both got to box at times. But this, in my opinion, I don't want to jinx it, but can only be a brilliant, brilliant domestic fight. And the atmosphere, again, I think the fighters gave back some tickets today, 30 tickets or something like that, we'll put them online, it's going to be a complete sellout. It will be, I believe, one of the best atmospheres we've seen. And uh, I can't wait. Two great lads, one brilliant fight. I want to come on to the heavyweight division, so let's talk about Martin Bacoli. Yeah. Who's he boxing? He's boxing Kevin Johnson. Oh, Kevin Pink Johnson. I didn't even that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So he was fighting uh, Gabriel Inumis, Spanish heavyweight. He pulled out, and this was on Tuesday. When did you announce Tuesday. Johnson? Tuesday. Yeah, or, yeah, or yesterday. 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 Tuesday or yesterday. And um, it was amazing. Like, everyone's like, oh, oh, it was eight rounds. I mean, look. Kevin Johnson's much better to watch over eight rounds than he is over 12. Do you know what I mean? He comes but, back in any no, fight, no, no, Kevin Johnson. But he's like, you know, Dubois took him, the, like he took Dubois the distance, like, and I guess the, the, the only aim is try and get him out of there. But, you know, it's a good fight. It's a good fight that we know he's going to get rounds. And he needs rounds because we're going to sling him in. Piccoli. So, you know, I was pleased to get uh, Kevin Johnson and the fact that he's the right character as well. So looking forward, he arrives in about an hour. Right. So, yeah, and then I think bacoli has got to go into a big fight. That's classic Kevin Johnson, yeah. arriving uh, halfway through fight week. Okay, what, so Pavetkin Hunter, seeing it's done for Saudi, is that true? Virtually, virtually, yeah. We've been tying it up this week. Um, we hope to get an announcement over the weekend, but I think that will be the, the chief support fight for Saudi. Okay, so if Bacoli say, impresses against... Kevin Johnson, mm -hmm. what fight can we expect him to? I think Bacoli can be going against all those guys. Obviously, you've seen him fight Michael Hunter already. He says he won't 100% for that fight, so he'd like that fight again. I think the good thing is, is that when you look at Bacoli pre-Hunter, no one really wanted to fight him. I think he was like 10-0 and 0 with 10 knockouts or 9 knockouts, something like that. Mm. Now, when people go on Boxerick and you offer them Martin Bacoli, they go, oh, he got stopped by Michael Hunter. He's a brilliant yeah, fighter. <laughs> yeah, no, but also, oh, but he's been beat, you know, at, at world level. So we'll take him. So I'm hoping the top heavyweights will feel that way when we offer them Martin Bacoli next year. You know, he's in the mix, as far as I'm concerned, for, uh, you know, um, Gassiev, for a UK opponent, for... Parker? Parker for um, Hergovic, you know, for, for a lot of these guys. So, you know, he's going to be he's going to be in the mix. Uh, Joseph Parker, can we expect him to box a winner of Chisora Price? Possibly. I mean, look, he wants the... It's a bit unfortunate for, for Joseph Parker, and, and some people don't quite understand. You know, they see him now, he's back in training. They're like, you could have boxed. When you, when you lose three weeks of a camp, an eight or nine week camp, you, just, you can't box at the high level. The, the, the bad thing for Parker is, he's now back in training like ready to fight in five or six weeks but I'm not sure we can get him a date this year so we've got to see what happens next week Chisora Price God knows what's going to happen in that fight I can't wait um, and then yeah we just we just got to see 
He was out the other night, wasn't he? With Mayweather oh, and Fury. Yeah, um, and again, but oh, he's out. He's, out. he's fine. But he's recovered. But he couldn't train for three weeks. And you can't do that in a fight as important as that. Now, Eddie, lots of moans about Saudi visa issue. Mm -hmm. uh, you have initially said, if you buy a ticket for Joshua Ruiz, you get uh, a visa with it. But people are having to buy yeah, for £100. You, you do pounds. get a visa, but they're charged, I think it's $100, something £100 like that. Pounds, it? yeah. It's a, it's a government decision that they've made. You do get the visa with the ticket, but they're charging for the visa. Um, again, we're not in charge of the tickets, we're not in charge of the visas, but that's the, the decision. So you made. don't have to go for like a private application no, of the visa? No. So no. If you've got a ticket, you yeah. will get a visa, but you've got to pay hundred pounds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that, okay. So you, you did initially say, I think that it just come with the ticket. You didn't mention a price point. Uh, again, I'm not in charge of the tickets or anything like that. Who is heading that? Uh, skill set challenge in oh, the GSA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I know that they said originally when you get a ticket, you'll qualify for a, a visa. So they were right, but you know there is a charge for that, um, which is quite standard. But you know. Whether they should have made that clearer, I don't know. But I think they're up to about 6,000 sold already. Um, and the majority of those Brits, which is amazing support. So uh, now I think they're going on sale into Dubai and other areas as well. And they haven't even, I don't think, allocated to, uh, to the Saudi people yet. So it's going to be banged out. What about people from Mexico? Will they get an allocation for Andy Ruiz? They, they can do, but whether you're going to get many travelling from Mexico or not, it's, you get you know, a, few, a long way. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Some of the high level, higher level tickets, but it's a long way. All right. Another kind of downbeat topic. Sorry to do this. Last one. Errol Spence. Yeah. Uh, he's come out of hospital, which is very good news. But he was drink driving, mm. uh, and I think he's been charged. What are your thoughts on that, Eddie? Uh, you probably get a different response from me on another day, but. Pretty disgusting, really. You know, I mean, you've seen how precious life is, and talk about take it for granted. I mean, you know, when I saw the accident and I saw that he got out alive, I just I couldn't believe that it was it was you know, it was it was a gift from God. But then you find out that he was uh, intoxicated, and it's pretty disgusting. I think anyone that drinks and drives, I think it's disgusting. To be honest with you. Because it's not just being it's being selfish. I mean it's not just your health. You see how fast that car was going. If there was another car on the road, if there was any pedestrians, they'd be dead. So again, it's not really I'm not in the mood to start being righteous on Errol Spence drink driving, but he's gone from one of the most miraculous recoveries of all time to a lot of people being disgusted. Because you can't think that you're above the law, you're too big time and you want to be rocking out of a club at three o'clock in the morning driving a Ferrari through those streets at whatever speed he was going. But I'm glad he's alive and I hope he learns his lesson. Yeah, definitely. What the hell is going on between Devin Haney and, and Joseph Law? I, <laughs> I, I think that Joe, <laughs> Joe Laws is a lovely kid. He's got a long way to go before he fights Devin Haney. Um, he says that he had a good spar against... Intoxicated uh, yeah, yeah, as well, yeah. apparently. No, it was quite a funny story. Who knows what to believe? What I do know is, is that Devin Haney is a world-class fighter, and right now, Joe Laws is not. He's got a lot of potential, he's got a lot of support, but if he thinks he's going to beat Devin Haney anytime soon, he's got to show a lot more in the ring. So, yeah, it's, it's an interesting story, but we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. Seeing Javonta Davis is fighting Gamboa, um, Tevin Farmer said he'd be happy to move up to lightweight. Are you still trying to get that fight on design? Oh, really? I mean, they, they made one offer that... I didn't feel like it was enough, nor did Tevin, and we made an offer that they didn't even really want to discuss. He moved up to lightweight. 
it's kind of given up now. You know, they don't want to have a conversation about that fight with us. So, what are you going to do with Tevin then? Fight Jojo Diaz. That's the fight. He's broken his hand though. Hasn't no, he, he fractured a small fracture in his wrist, I believe. So we're looking at the end of January in Miami for that fight. A couple more things. Oh, Huey Fury. Any plans, friend? Yeah, his next fight will be announced probably tomorrow. He's going to box in Monaco. Ah. On our Monaco show. Tom Little's on that as well, isn't it? Possibly, yeah. That or Saudi actually. Tom, Tom Little's going to fight uh, Majidov. Oh, yeah. it? Tom Little in Monaco or Saudi is a bit bizarre, but anyway. Um, see the back and forth between Dave Allen and Frank Warren on Twitter? Uh, yeah, I read, I read a statement. I mean, I don't know. Uh, they said they offered him the same money for the bar fight that he got for price on pay-per-view. Yeah, and I think yeah, he was chief support on that card. I mean, I have to be honest, I think as very, very talented as, as Dubois is, they really need Dave, David Allen. You know, they need someone because you've seen he's not getting the exposure. The viewing figures are terrible on BT. He's not really selling a lot of tickets. And he needs a big dance partner to go at the O2. They're talking about a headline on the 21st of December. You know, it's not an easy date. I think we got a show as well that night. So it's, it's something we got to, they've got to look at and they've got to pay up to bring a relevant fight to the O2 and Dave Allen would be that fight. It's, the, it's a terrible fight for Dave Allen at this time in his life. He shouldn't be taking it and I think Darren Barker's told him so. But, you know, it's his career and if they wanted to come up with an amount of money that he felt he couldn't turn down, but I don't think the amount of money that he offered, in, you know, in Dave's now situation in his life, particularly financially, is enough to get him to take that fight in December. Pretty standard. I mean, I'm not saying it was a terrible offer, but they need to pay him a lot more, and they need Dave Allen, or they need they need someone, because, you know, Dubois against Tete, or, you know, another Ghanaian, or someone unknown, is not, you know, it'll flop at the O2. So, and they lost the first bid for Joyce, Joyce against Marco Hart. So that double head is now gone. So now they're in desperate need, but they shouldn't, you know, Dave Allen shouldn't take that fight in my opinion. Oh, so that looks like it's going to Germany then probably, isn't it? Hot, hot choice. I, the Germans won the uh, first, bid. first bid, yeah. All right. If Dave Allen doesn't take that fight, what would you propose to him? For Dave Allen? Yeah. I don't think he should fight this year. Look, he had a no, fight. No, even next year, opponents wise. Look, be happy. That's it. He had a fight on this card. It was going to be a six-rounder against someone extremely limited. And he couldn't get himself up for that fight. He didn't want to do it. So... Don't go and take some money to fight a guy when you're not even going to be mentally or physically right for a fight that dangerous. So my advice is, have Christmas off, keep training, come back in the new year with a, a relatively straightforward fight. If the Dubois fight comes up next year, and if you feel ready for that, then it's boxing. You've got to take these opportunities that present itself. But right now, I don't believe that he's in the right place to take that fight. But we would always have a home for Dave Allen. You know, if he wants a six round or eight round, a ten round, a twelve round, and I'll always be there to help him out and give him any advice he needs. But the most important thing, make sure he's happy. Whatever makes Dave Allen happy is the only thing I'm bothered about. But we mustn't let him, you know, think that he's going to take the Dubois fight. He's going to be happy fighting, and you know, and it's the wrong fight. Dubois a very good, dangerous fighter who will let his hands go. Being brutally honest, what chance to give Dave in that fight? Not in that fight, right now, in his, in you know, he's nothing. So you're purely taking a fight for money, which, listen, it's boxing, right? But not for the amount of money that's being offered. Uh, what else? Oh, Jacob Chavez, date change. 
Even though the fight's not done yet, but it's very close. Uh, a few people have announced it. We haven't announced it. Stand by. Could land December 20th in Vegas, Friday night. So I've seen him back at a wild card training. Yeah, I know. He's on it. He's on it. Yeah. It's a good fight. Talking about purse bids. Did you win that for Kelly of Eason or did you reach a deal? No, it was reached, we did reach a deal the night before. Okay, so that will be where potentially? Just working out. It's the, the toughest thing is getting a date for the end of the year. We, like I said, we may have that December 21 show. Um, but, again, just trying to work out with both guys when we can get a fight. For me, it's a Saturday night headliner and it's Josh Kelly's breakout fight in the UK you know, to really become a big name. And by the way, it is a very tough fight. And by the way, it is a brilliant fight. So, news coming soon. Well, he's on a hot streak. Uh, yeah, no, no, it's, it's the right fight for Josh Kelly. You know, they believe he, they can win that fight. It's the fight that's going to really give him, like I said, that breakout. And uh, yeah, see what happens. I think a few critics would be put to bed as well if Kelly were to take the fight. Uh, and no, being, because a lot of people thought he yeah. ducked him. Oh, being he, wants, he wants to fight. He's not, he's not here to duck fights. No, he was ill. He made the, he couldn't fight, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes being a braver man and saying, no, my health has to come first. But he wants that fight and he will take that fight. Does he go straight to world level if he beats him? 100%. That's the thing. You beat Avanisi and you're right in, right in the world title mix. Devin Haney, opponent? What's going on? Uh, be announced again like very soon. Looks like it's going to be Petr Petrov. Okay. Uh, last one. failed his test. Yes. Right. So we're expecting perhaps Callum Smith to be mandatory. That's what we're going to be asking for at the convention. Not mandatory, just order the fight. 50-50 fight, WBC Diamond Champion, David Benavidez, WBC World Champion. Make oh. fight. All right, Eddie, thank you very right. much. Cheers, Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.